Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bronx Nation podcast. You know, obviously, can't go without saying thank you to Stubby Club for sorting us out. Use Bronx, B-R-O-N-X, 10 at checkout for, you know, obviously 10% off at checkout. And that's a big saving when, you know, some items are 100, 200. Let's crack on into the show. Dylan, mate, the World Cup. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Fuck, I Girls it are doing well. Girls so are doing well. Men. And even yeah. Herbie did well. So, because we, we announced that he was See injured. Which, unfortunately, you know, he, they went down to Samoa by one fucking point in Golden Point. Yeah. But he was the star of the show for, as far as England's concerned because he scored two tries that got him easily back in the game. So, big ups to Herbie Farnworth. And he is going to prove to be a signing nightmare such headache when he goes off contract at the end of this season coming up. Yeah. I, I really hope he um, recommits. Recommits to the Broncos. You know, he's such a good player. It'd be great. And speaking yeah. of committing and like thereof, got to bring it up, Carl Oluwapu, the farce going on with the youngster that yeah. isn't even... I mean, he's got some valid points, but, mate, you're creating more headaches for yourself. This is an open letter to him right now for a second. He's creating more open headaches for himself than for the club because he's coming out saying this at the other, mate, the NRL is a business, regardless of if you like it or not. It's a, The Broncos are just part of that business, mate. Well, this guy hasn't played first grade yet. No, not no, at all. No player is bigger than the club. So, no, he's he's know. he's not bigger than the club. No, so and guaranteed because it's the Broncos, that's why he's getting a lot of attention. It, but if he was at any other club, they'd be doing the same thing. They'd be like, mate, it's a business. Ezra Mann, for example, he's gone under the tutelage of Adam Reynolds, not expecting you know a call up, you know, honing his craft. And the dude needs to realize he's not even the third pick. For the halves, for the Broncos at the moment, he's not even in the top thirty for the team. Well, I to be honest, I've never heard of him. But I I hadn't heard of him until now. And what does that say about us two Broncos bloody tragics? Uh, we're we're trying. Kevin Walters is trying to get the culture right at the Broncos. It's just wrecking it. So it's gonna damage his chances of getting a first grade call up for the Broncos. And it, it, it not only damages his chances of a first grade call up at the Broncos, it also proves that he's a nightmare to work with and other clubs may be, you know, hesitant. Signed a contract without any legal representative. That is his fault. That part is so. his fault, absolutely. But at the same time, the Broncos do need to, you know, at any club needs to make good on their word because they're contractually obligated. I feel like we're only being told half the story here. So. Oh, absolutely. We're only being told yeah. Carl's side because the Broncos haven't made a statement. And you know what? I don't think he's worthy or worth the Broncos needing to make a statement about it. Because no. he's not in the top 30 squad. He's not even in the Q no. Cup team. No. So, there's, he's no offence to you, Carl, or, or no offence to him, but he's a nobody at the moment at the club. He's got two hopes of playing for the Broncos. Bob Hope and No Hope. And we don't care if he never wants to play for the Broncos. He's not welcome if he's doing this already at a club. Sorry about that, guys, for that little bit of a rant from both of us. Uh, but the World Cup, as we were just saying, England lost to Samoa. But Samoa, mate, that they've made Rugby League World Cup history. First time a second-tier nation has made it to a World Cup final. What are your thoughts on the um, eligibility now for Origin? Uh, my thoughts, uh, what my thoughts have been for a very long time. You know, if you're, you, you've got to be committed to Australia to play State of Origin. Yep. Otherwise, if you want to play for Samoa or Tonga, it should, it should be. Yeah, no, absolutely. My opinion is up until this World Cup, because obviously Samoa have gone so well, up until this World Cup, players were still allowed to play for Tonga, Samoa, second tier nations, but they weren't allowed to elect for England or New Zealand if they wanted to play Origin. Yeah. You know, um, but now with this, obviously Samoa doing so well, which massive ups to them and congrats for them, you know, to them for getting so far. It creates a bit of a headache, but I still believe that, you know, even if Samoa don't make the, don't win it all, 
they become a first-tier nation. I don't know if Tonga do, but I believe Samoa should automatically be allowed to become a first-tier nation in the World Cup, at least until the next World Cup comes around. They should be able to be called a first-tier nation. And, you know, performance-based, you know, for the next World Cup that I make it past the group stage, that's different. But then that means for the next two to three years until the next World Cup, players such as Jerome Luai, Stephen Crichton, Brian Toto, they cannot play for Samoa for the next three years, even if it's Pacific Test matches or whatever. Because otherwise they won't be eligible for New South Wales, in my opinion. How do you think this will affect New South Wales? Do you think that'll... Do you think Jerome Luai, for example, will mm. want to play for Samara or New South Wales? I don't. I'm not sure because I can't speak on behalf of Jerome himself because you know he did choose to play for Samara and I respect that. But he's also not the best five eighth for the Blues anyway. No, I agree with. I, that. I think Freddie Fittler has other options. Without talking about New South Wales too much, he, yeah. he missed a big one this this year. Ado Car and Jake Tavoyevich in game one. Well, I mean, in all honesty, Ado Car wasn't in form around for game one. And people are saying, oh, Freddie and all that penalised him for being at the Bulldogs. No, no, he wasn't in form at the start of the year enough and in enough form to make the game one. Game two, absolutely, he was in form again. And I was like, fuck, they're going to select him. And they didn't. Anyway, that's enough of that. Go Queensland. World Cup, though. Australia versus Samoa Rugby League World Cup final. It's on Sunday, 2 a.m. our time. What are your thoughts? It's a tough one. So, obviously, you'd go Australia. But I, think, I think Australia get the chance. I mean, if Samoa win... What a turnaround! I mean, what a turnaround already. They've lost what seventy to four in the ga- in the first game against England. Yep, and then they win and it by gonna, one point. Yeah, and then they come back and win the World Cup. Like, imagine. Yeah, well, it's it's incredible. It, it's it's amazing that Samoa have even made the final. Never seen that coming, to be honest. I didn't see it coming. I definitely saw them and maybe Tonga being up there in the finals, which they were. They both were come finals time, but not this far. I was predicting maybe an Australia-England World Cup final or an Australia-New Zealand, which we saw that in the semi anyway. Um, my, my tip is Australia to win and maybe Cleary to get man of the match. Yeah, I can't go past Australia. They're nah. too good. You really can't. But also, mm-hmm. speaking of Australia are playing New Zealand in the Women's World Cup final, we've got plenty of talent from the Broncos women's team. <laughs> Yeah, on board in that they're, they're game. They're almost unbeatable, the girls. Unbeatable, mate. In the <laughs> semi-final, we fucked up Papua New Guinea, eighty, I think, something nil. Yeah, like that's like we've basically nilled every team we've played against in the women's World Cup, but like for the Australian team, and it's incredible. So Australia, <laughs> it's never in doubt. Um, yeah, and I think Isabel Kelly will get women of the game. Yeah, I I agree with that one. Yeah, yeah. I think she's she's gotten the golden boot once, and I think she's on like honestly in line for it again at some point. <sighs> right, that's enough of that. Sorry about that, guys. With that big sigh and shit. Broncos two thousand and twenty three uh, draw thoughts. The draw was officially announced about a day or two after we did our episode, and turns out we're not playing the Dolphins till round four. Um, we do have statistically the hardest uh, draw. Well, tied with Manly, you could say. Um, what are your thoughts on that, first of all? And the Dolphins were given one of the easiest. Oh, look. I don't know how they work out easy and hardest draws. Like three Friday games to start off with? I right? think so, yeah. Yeah, so that that's a good turnaround. That's seven days. So We've only got one five-day turnaround. Yeah, I mean... But we're playing the top eight teams 14 times. And we've got three buyers. So that's more than half of the season for us. We're playing top eight teams from last year. Yeah, so we've got Penrith, Cowboys, Dragons and Dolphins to start off with. So of those, I'm expecting us to get, based on our form at the end of last year, two wins from four. 
Yes, I agree. The two wins will be against the Dragons and the Cowboys. We've got Penrith in Penrith for round fucking one. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. That is uh, like let's go based off our teams currently. You know, the Broncos and the Pan- and the Panthers. Let's go stipulated all teams are in form or and fit. Who do you think wins that game? Penrith and Broncos? Yeah. Penrith. You reckon? Because we yeah. fucking gave it to them last year in Penrith. The score of that game didn't justify how good we actually played. That's what I meant. Like, we, yeah. we were in it for 60 plus. Well, no, I mean, yeah. let's put it this way. You'd tip with your heart, you'd punt with your head. That's what you do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, but no, round, Magic Round is obviously we play Manly. Every team plays the same team in Magic Round. You've, we play Manly every Magic Round the last few years, as has every other club played the same team. Um, I have no issue with us being the away team because it's technically at Suncorp. But does that mean the Dolphins will be the away team as well? Uh, I don't even know who they verse. Who do they verse? Uh, I don't fucking know. Um, but <laughs> while, while you're searching that up, the Knights don't have a game. They're the team that gets the bye because based off fan engagement at the last few Magic Rounds, the Knights have had the least you know, fan base. You, know, you can just click Dolphins as the teams. Yeah, and so, then go to round ten. <laughs> Sorry, that's my bad. <laughs> round ten. So Dolphins oh, play Sharks. So they're the, they're the away team. The, yep. the Dolphins are the away team. Okay, good. Um, yeah, sweet. I think. I mean, it was great to see the score last year at Magic Round for the Broncos. I was there. You were there. Yeah, it was one of the best games I've seen Broncos play live. Also, fuck Manly. You heard it here first, Rob. <laughs> 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 no, nah, it was a great game because given how they fucked us up the year before in Magic Round. It was great to see the Broncos yeah, well, do that back to them. I'll be honest, going into that game, I was quite nervous. And then it made it it made it made even better. 38-0. Yeah. Adam Reynolds, oh, how man. good was he did he play that? And it was one of the best games I've ever seen. And guys, if you're listening, let us know in the comments what your favourite Broncos game of the season just gone was and why. The World Club Challenge is back. And it's in Australia for the first time in fucking years. Um, obviously, it'll be St. Helens, who have won four grand finals in a row. Four years in a row. They have the likes of Conrad Hurrell in their team. Yep. They have many former NRL stars. going. Ignatius Parsi is one of them, and plenty more to come. They've got that coming up against the Penrith Panthers, who are back-to-back champs. What went wrong in 2022 for the Broncos for us to not make the finals? And in my opinion, one man was what went wrong. Paddy Carrigan. Now, I'm not saying what he did, as in the whole break in the leg or anything, because that was just a freak accident. I'm saying that him being out for five weeks definitely cost us, and you could tell that we were struggling. I'm not saying he's like, we're a one-man team like Manly are with Turbo. However, he did have such an impact that we couldn't recover. Oh, I definitely agree. Like, to go forward, man, in, in the forward pack, and you can tell he was missing in them. I think that's where I went wrong, but where do you think it went wrong for the Broncos this, this past well, that's season? Well, one, that's one area mm-hmm. that I think is what went wrong for us. But I honestly think, you know, it's, we're probably the youngest team in the NRL. So and all of, a lot of our rookie young players have played Origin, and it's been a massive year. So yeah. Selwyn Cobbo took the last week off. Yeah. And... Yeah, it proves it's been a big year. So I think fatigue got us in the end. Yeah, and no one would have looked at us. Like, no one would have looked at the players for origin call-ups the last two years because we were dog shit the last two years before this season. You go to that game, Parramatta in Parramatta, we absolutely flogged them on their own turf. And I thought, wow, this this could... This is building something, maybe. It's building something. And it is. But uh, since that game, we just went downhill and... 
Yeah, I could probably say fatigue got us in the end. I'd, I'd agree with that as well, but definitely Paddy Carrigan was one of yeah. the X factors, unfortunately, as well. And I was at that Broncos-Tigers game and, oh, yeah. It hurts. Nah. <laughs> it could be worse, you know. It could have been the Cowboys-Tigers game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Let's not go there. Want to know what's funny? Ashley Klein got Referee of the Year for the NRL Referees Awards. Of course he did. Yeah, of course he fucking did. <laughs> and Oh, and he's refing the World Cup final for the men's. Yes, yeah. That, how is that allowed, in my opinion? Not not, not oh. it being Ashley Klein, but it's being Australia and Samoa, and he's an NRL Australian referee. Isn't it supposed to be an unbiased other country referee? Well, it's supposed to. Yeah, so. but he's been refing Australia in the Australia-England game as well. Yeah. No, not Australia-England. Um, Australia, whoever we fucking play, New Zealand. He refed that New game. New Zealand, yep. So, I don't know where that's going, but that's a bit of how, that's a bit how you're doing. Um. Right, what else is there to talk about? Um, jerseys, we were talking about it on the car, in the car on the way here. Our favourite Broncos jerseys of all time. First of all, let us know in the comments your favourite Broncos jersey of all time or your top three if you can't pick one. I'll go with my top three and then I'll get your top three. So my top three would be uh, the 92, so whether it's the retro or the 92 in general. Um, 06 away just because of the grand final. It's fucking amazing. And the 95 Traveland jersey. The diamond one in particular. It yeah. was fucking good. What are yours? So, oh, for me, I'd go the 06 away jersey just yep. because... Grand final. Grand final. Yeah. Um, look, I, I like the... I think it was the 2016 away jersey. Or yeah. you go, yeah, last year's away jersey. That was oh, sorry, a good one. Last season's away jersey. And my all-time favourite would have to be 2018 home jersey. So yeah. gains and losses for this year. Well, 2023, well, you need I had to a look say. the other night. So. <laughs> you, you mean for 2023, not this year? <laughs> 23, yes. But yeah, yeah. Um, so we ha- we've had a few. Do you want to name them? The gains, yeah. I mean, not the losses. So we've had a few fucking losses. Um, so Reese Walsh. Yep. And... Who was the other one? Can you help me out? There's a few. <laughs> Jesse Arthurs. Jesse Arthurs and um, Tyson Smoothie from Sunny Coast Falcons. Today, we've signed Justin Seaman from St. Helens. Yep. So the winner Manly. Doesn't mean he won't get a spot. No. They'll definitely probably put him in the preseason with the Broncos and see how he goes. So who are our losses? So, oh, sorry. We forgot Jock Madden. I was going to say, yeah, we signed Jock Madden. Yep. The Warriors. So we got lot for losses for next year. It's a big list. Yep. Jermaine Osako. Obviously. Jay- he can't really be named as a loss because he was at the Titans. Well, he's year. a loss for this year. He's for a- last season. Okay, for last season, yeah. So, um, David Mead. Same with Ryan James. Yep. He's retired. Mm-hmm. Tweed, tweed, tweed Heads Local. Tweed Heads Local, yeah. So, Bal- Junior, you could Bal- say. Balamble Jets. Balamble Jets, yeah. Balamble Jets, yeah. Um, I always stuff his name up. Oh, uh, Tamari Martin. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've lost Tyson Gamble to the uh, Knights. Zach Hosking to Penrith. Turpentine to bloody Sydney. Reese Kennedy. Yep. Tyrone Roberts. Last topic for the for the episode. What are you most keen for next season for the Broncos? Oh, well, definitely. Hopefully we take the form out of this season, making the top four. Yeah. Well, being a top four side, potential top four side into next year. Anyway, take care, everyone. Thanks for listening.